Welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about the biggest movie bomb of all time. John Carter. John Carter. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard of it. You've never heard of it. <laughs> but we're going to talk about it because it is the summer of blockbusters. Yes. And we have to talk about the biggest summer blockbuster failure it, it, of all time. It's a wonderful story behind it. You, you might be thinking, like, what is this movie? Who gives a shit? No. Wait until you hear this story. This is real life story <laughs> behind this wonderfully terrible movie. And, and we watched it, too. Yeah, we did. Uh, and today we're getting back to basics. It is just going to be Brando and I. That's right, man. All right, let's get to some BS. Okay, so Brando, this was your idea. I'm mm-hmm. going to state that for the record, it for the listeners. Idea. So if this, this was your idea to do this, this movie. This is Banter and Such's biggest episode bomb of all time, <laughs> too, maybe. <laughs> it can't be worse than our Harry Potter one. Dude, nobody watched nobody, nobody listened to that episode. Nobody has listened to that episode. Like, nobody cares about that shit. Yeah. No. No, it, it's, man, I just, I read the story, like, when it was coming out. Like, I was following the production of the movie. And so I was watching this stuff play out in live time. And this crazy shit happening at Disney. Oh, and man. there's crazy shit happening behind the scenes and and it's and it's a lot of interesting stuff behind the movie itself too like the actual like history of the movie and like it, I, it was like a few weeks ago i i read something else about it and i was like dude we got to do an episode on this 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 movie it is so weird man it is so i i knew about the movie when it came out but never saw it and i watched it for the first time last week yeah, yeah. to prepare for this episode yeah uh, you know, I'm going to say something, and this might be a hot take. Wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was bad. Yeah. But it was nowhere near the dump that I thought it was originally going to be. That's the thing. Like, it's actually got, like, some good stuff in it. Like, you watch it, and you're like, I mean, it's not a great movie. No. But, like, there's a lot of cool stuff in it. You're just like, there's no reason this should have bought. I mean, there are reasons. Oh, there's tons of reasons. Uh, yeah. But, but not, like, this shouldn't be the biggest. Like, okay, if, if I'm talking to you about, like, biggest movie bombs of all time, what would you what would you think they would be? Oh, uh, what was the Eddie Murphy? Pluto Nash? Yeah. That's up there. We all um, knew that was going to bomb, Yeah, right? other ones that have bombed um uh jupiter ascending yeah that was a bomb that one was that had some some good stuff in it but um, i never saw that one either it had newt scamander in it as the emperor of the universe yes that's right and he talked like voldemort (laughs) i am the emperor of the universe and now he's in harry potter he is that's wonderful i mean what what was the one with um uh, fucking Johnny Depp as uh, the Lone Ranger. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like we, yeah, you knew that one was. That was not. You, you yeah. saw that one coming. You're uh-uh. like, this is not. Yeah, hard pass. Uh, Green Hornet. Green Hornet. With, oh, uh, yeah. Seth Rogen. Yeah, Green Green Lantern. Also, I think is well, up we, there. Yeah, that was that. That is the worst movie of all time. <laughs> actually, no. I, I I actually do know what the worst movie of all time is. Oh, what would that be? Uh, senior year. Senior year. It just came out on Oh, the one Netflix. on Netflix? The one my wife keeps begging me to watch. It is there? so bad. <laughs> uh the the lady and I just she's like, Hey, like you should watch it. I really Sarah's I really like been Rebel begging Wilson. Begging me to watch that. And I was like, I love Rebel Wilson too. She's hilarious. <laughs> It looks terrible, and it was it was atrocious. Oh bad. yeah, uh, but but I mean like big like so this movie. So first of all, like what the fuck is John Carter? Like people, cause yeah. If you're already if you're still with us in the episode, 
Like, what the hell? So, like, John Carter is actually some of the biggest stories of all time. This is some of the biggest, coolest story. Like, if you take of like movie franchise, like, what are the okay? What are the big movie franchises of all time? Big yeah. story franchise. What would they be? Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Dune. Dune. Like any of the Marvel. The Marvel characters. Yeah. yeah. You see, like you have the, like Harry Potter. You know, like all of these like big mega like dude. These are amazing stories. Uh, uh, the John Carter stories of what it comes from is up there with those, man. Yes. So this originally uh, was written and was made into a, it was a book called The Princess of Mars. Well, a series of books. Yeah, it was The Princess of Mars, and it was written and produced in 1912. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of crazy to think about that. Edgar Rice Burroughs, so he, so what's interesting about this is you'll see a lot of parallels. The two big influences of this movie. So it's about this guy who goes to Mars and he's the alien on Mars, mm-hmm. and he gets into all of these like galactic hijinks, right? Written in 1912. Written in 1912. 1912 okay, yeah. so you know the three big influences on Star Wars, right? You know, you know, uh, fucking Flash Gordon. Flash, it's fl- Flash uh, Gordon, Dune, and Dune. Princess of Mars. And this, yeah. this, this is one. Of, I mean, you could talk about like, Akira Kurosawa also. Yeah, I mean, um, there is a lot of the samurai Japanese influence, but that's sure. more of his like directing and and, and scene setting. Mm-hmm. But a, a big like creative influence on Star Wars comes from. This uh uh they call it the Barsoom series. Barsoom, yes. Is what it's called. And which means that's their word for Mars. Mars, yeah. And so like this this if you there's a like on the desert planet, all of this stuff. But if you also there's there's another big influence that comes out of this. Do you know what it is that comes out of the Barsoom series? No. So ri- this was written in 1912. The big influence later on, 1938 or 39, little guy known as Superman. Oh, really? If oh, you noticed, oh, yeah. when you were watching the movie, did you notice that he could leap tall buildings in a, a single, single bound? bound? Yeah. So because he's from a planet with stronger gravity, he has <laughs> denser bones and muscles. Yeah. So he's on a lighter gravity, so he's stronger and he can jump really high. Interesting. And that was Superman. Yeah, that's before he could fly. Yeah, it's yeah. Just before he fly. So like Superman and Star Wars both came from this series. And and they would straight up say it. They were like, oh yeah, the Barsoom series. Yeah. Uh, we read this as kids. This is where the inspiration comes and from. And it's, it's funny because even the family that owns owns the series which is still the the descendants of the original writer yeah. have s- said that they've never really wanted to make this series into a into movies yeah. because Dune and Star Wars have already done it. That's what's crazy is like if if there was any series if you look at like like Lord of the Rings is a perfect example. You know, when Lord of the Rings that was that was uh you know first half of the 19, 1900s also, yeah. right? And you know, the, the amazing what is it? He wrote it in, during World War II. Uh was it or maybe like right after or somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. I mean there's yeah, we we've talked about that before. But yeah. Anyway, the point is like some of the greatest, most well-known novels of all time, right? So you know there's going to be movies made of this someday. Yeah. So when, oh, Peter, yeah. when Peter Jackson made the movies, you're like, of course, right? This book series is the same thing. And the fact that like it never got its movie made. It, like it just it was like John Carter, where it was yeah. just jumping and falling back down. It never <laughs> but really he like punch off. like what is it? He punches an alien and kills the alien in like a single hit. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you killed him in a single nah, he's blow. Strong. Yeah. He's strong. So like this it was just it's just amazing how like they were trying for years to adapt this. Some of the some of the later the children of this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it like Dune and Star Wars and all this other stuff. But this Barsoom series is like, if you read these books, it's a whole series of books. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. And I mean, the, the movie itself doesn't really go into, it's a whole different storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is Barsoom and the Princess of Mars only in name, barely that. 
But like, there's like some weird stuff that like they try to fix. But let's get into the problem. Why it was so problematic? Why well, is well, it the well, biggest box office failure? Well, well, let me tell you this too. So here's a, here's a little bit. This is a, maybe I should have made this a trivia question, but it's just so fucking cool. So one of the earlier attempts, like the 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 rights went back and forth all yeah. over the place. At some point, Disney got it, and Disney. So Disney is the one that eventually did make mm. it. And so they uh their their first attempt uh is they hired a Star War a Star Trek writer. A writer from Star oh, Trek, oh yeah. yeah, 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 and George R. R. Martin, Martin. before he wrote uh, Game of Thrones. This is before he had written Game of Thrones. They had got like some I can't remember the name of the Star Trek writer too. He was he was one of the big famous ones who was like a big deal on Star Trek and George R. R. Martin. And they were gonna write the this. When, do you know when? Because the, the first Game of Thrones book came out in '96. Yeah, this was before '96. Oh wow, okay. This, but that was the early D- the Disney project that didn't get off the ground. Gotcha. Can you imagine what that would have been like? Oh my, it would have been so much better. Would, I mean, say what you will about the Game of Thrones <laughs> series, but I think it would have been better. If you had George R. R. Martin, I wonder if if this had taken off and George R. R. Martin was tied up writing this series. Game of Thrones would have never happened. Isn't that crazy, man? Yeah, wow. Isn't that wild? I mean, for the, <laughs> the, the first five seasons, yes. The, the last three seasons of Game of Thrones, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or at least that last one. Holy shit, what oh, happened man. there? So no, there was um uh, uh this well we'll get to it later but <laughs> but so why so so what what happens in this movie yeah, essentially so, so we, this we is, sat down and watched it yeah th- this movie it's so it's about a funny enough he was a it's about a guy named John Carter and he was a Civil War captain or general or, yeah, s- or yeah. something he but but he fought for the South yeah so he lost he, and he lost and he's down and is out down and out on his luck looking to make like riches right yeah. and he ends up finding this cave because he, he's like trying to find gold yeah try and finds this cave and there's this like human looking dude in it that speaks another language there's the dude from uh alien covenant <laughs> okay, or, or from Pr- prometheus prometheus the big pale white buff dude yeah bald guy <laughs> but n- not big not buff but looks the same pale white, yeah, yeah, pale yeah, white. Yeah. yeah but human size and then he just fucking shot him with his revolver <laughs> and killed him <laughs> And then the guy says something and John Carter repeats what he says while holding an amulet. And then next thing you know, he's on Mars. He's on Mars and adventure begins. And so on Mars, it's like, oh, no, there's a society there. So this is the early 1900s. This is when they they, they looked through their telescope and they thought they saw rivers and oceans and stuff on Mars, Mm -hmm. you know, and they didn't know about atmosphere and all that stuff that we know now. And so there's this whole story of like there were human looking people on Mars and then there were the green people with tusks and four arms. Four arms and were like 10 feet tall. Yeah. And so there was a lot of uh, connection between like uh, European uh, like settlers and like Native American people. And so they're at war and he gets, he's in the middle of it. And, and, you know, he, there's the girl that's another thing. Deja Thoris, who is the, the main lady. Oh yeah. 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 Um, she, uh, she is known. If you look up her stuff, if you Google, uh, Deja Thoris, it's all going to be super sexy outfits because <laughs> they're known in the original movie. They were all butt naked or in the original stories. Yeah. In the original stories, they are. Yeah, they are. They are naked. And so Deja Thoris is this gorgeous, well-endowed princess. Oh, my dear God. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Did, you, do you remember the, the, the comic series that was like also a cartoon called Heavy Metal? Yes. Is this inspired by yes. – did Heavy yes. Metal inspire this too? Yeah. You'll, you'll, or I, the same, ins- the same artist who would draw yeah. like Conan uh, Conan novels, like the covers for the yeah. novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Conan the Barbarian stuff. He, yeah. So so Jeez. it was super sexy. And, and Disney was like, okay, we have to cover this woman up. <laughs> 
but it's still if you watch the movie she's still like she's still wearing all these super sexy outfits (laughs) you got this one that's it looks like amy winehouse almost as deja thoris (laughs) yeah but wow. I mean, but, but it just Hold it just on. it just Brando, goes give, off. Give me, give me a minute. Here. I need I need a moment. Holy shit! <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> no, it, it's just when you sit down and watch the movie, it 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 has four different beginnings. Yeah, it definitely if it feels weird. I almost like didn't want to like watch it after like the first because it, it what happens is it's he's like searching for a cave and then some some northerners come and arrest him to fight in another yeah it, it, it's it has the western yeah. and then he escapes from them and then he makes and then, it to but the bars. It, yeah. it starts like dune where there's just an exposition dump for a couple minutes about yes. the two different cities on mars and, and then it goes back to earth and then he's trying to get away from this dude who's following him and then he's dead and then he's dead and his nephew is collecting reading his, his diary reading his diary that's where it should have started yeah Whereas, like, oh, he's dead. And did you notice who, his nephew's name in the movie? Uh, isn't it the the original author? He's name? the author, Edgar yeah. Rice Burroughs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so uh, that's where it should have started. So it's very off the bat. Yeah, think of Star Wars. Think of okay. I was just watching Obi Wan, right? Yeah. You know, uh, think of I'm, I'm all sorry. the lore that is in Star Wars, right? Yeah. And imagine no one's ever seen this before, and you're making the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Where do you start? And this guy who started this movie, he said, let's just dump a whole bunch of random shit, shit on everyone. That doesn't need to be in there. It's all, all this lore, and you're like, what is going yeah. on? <laughs> Why is Brian Cranston in this? Yes, <laughs> yes! You know, and then when he finally does get to Mars, and, you know, and by then the story plays off, and there's some cool ideas there, too. Yeah, so eventually he does get to Mars. He ends up, because he is on Earth with a higher at- a gravity. He's Superman, He's Superman, yeah. so he, like, can like, jump and leap and yeah. hit and hard. Strong, yeah. And he's strong, which there's really no thing like that, which then kind of plays into Dragon Ball Z. I can see why the Saiyans... Well, Dragon Ball yeah. Z is another, like, Kryptonians and Saiyans yeah. are, are very similar, yeah. And so, and then he just goes on this mission that he's rescuing the princess from the evil overlords yeah. that are trying to take over. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it's, it's like, and then all of a sudden there's these like omnipotent beings that chose this, the evil guy to be the ruler, but he can get blue v- vein weapons. Yeah. They're the, they're the gray bald guys though, or the yeah. white bald guys. Yeah. The Prometheus dudes, the Prometheus guys. And there, there's like one line in the movie. Cause he was like, why are you here? Like what the fuck? And the guy was basically, uh, we feed off the destruction of planets, yeah. but we don't cause it. They cause it themselves. We just show up and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Sounds like the Celestials. Yeah. Except, you know, regular human size. And yeah. what's the dude's name? The actor is legit. The the villain. He was the same villain. Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Yeah. Who was a wonderful villain. Dude, I li- I really like... So this movie... Okay, l- before we get into that... L- okay, so you have Dominic West, who uh, was great in 300, and he was also uh, Jigsaw in Punisher Warzone. He's also in uh, The Wire. The Wire. He's great in The Wire. He's the de- one of the main detectives uh, in The Wire. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. He was big at the time. Yeah. He this plays John this Carter. obviously killed Willem him. Dafoe is in it. As, Willem Dafoe oh, is, is in, in it. Uh, Claren Hens is in it. Who's another famous actor? Who, Mark Strong. Who is that? Claren uh, Hens was w- one of the voice actors for another one. Oh, of the, for the yeah, green guys. For another one of the green guys. Yeah. Brian Cranston's in it. Yeah, he's a general. Um, what uh, was it? They had Lynn. What's her name? Lynn Collins. Lynn Collins as Deja Thoris was. Gr- yeah. She was in it. They're, and that's the thing. All the acting is really good. Like they're doing a James great Purifoy's job. James Purifoy's in it. We, yeah. And he got like Rome. 
uh, yeah. as well. He was in Rome. Both him and, and uh, uh, Sarah and Hans were in Rome. Yeah, dude, th- this the cast is fucking amazing in yeah. this. Yeah, you know what? You know what else is amazing? And this is something I always pick up on. But the costuming. Yeah, the costuming in this movie is so great because if you look at what John Carter's wearing, it's straight up old school hero shit. Like he's wearing leather straps. Yeah. Oh, he's, and a, he's and Conan. A, yeah. And a fucking like, you know, like thong. What do you call it? You know, uh, uh, the little, just like a little loincloth. Loincloth. Yeah, there and leather go. straps yeah. across his chest. And chains. And and he's fucking badass. And, yeah. you know, and then all the, the bad guys, they're all wearing red capes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're wearing, they're also, uh, you know, summer fun clothes at the beach. Beach. And where they're showing and off the, their and muscles. And the good city is the blue city. They're wearing, they're wearing blue capes. <laughs> And they have the same, like, showing off our muscles, you know. And then, and then you have the green people. And then the green the people, people who are actually green. Yeah. And, yeah. and the- <laughs> But, I mean, so they're great cast. And even the director is amazing. So the uh, a director for this is Andrew Statton. Let's talk about him for a second. This was his first live action movie. So, but it's not his first movie. No. So, so he was a director for WALL-E. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even uh, before that. Even before that, uh, Finding Nemo. He so, was a writer for, or no, so, sorry. His he, first directing was Finding Nemo. I don't know. He was a writer for that. He no, no. He directed Finding Nemo. Did he also direct? But it? he was a writer for Toy Story and Toy Story Two. He was. I think he was. He was really creative process with the Toy Story movies, and he had he he had a big hand in it. All right. Okay. So I I have it here. All right. So he was the director for. He was the co-director for A Bug's Life. Yeah. He was the main director for Finding Nemo. Yeah, that was his first one. Yeah. Wally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. John Carter. Yeah. Finding Dory. Well, hold on, hold on, pause okay. there because the rest of the story is really fucking sad. <laughs> you start out, this dude was like, okay, Pixar, brand new on the scene, yeah. motherfuckers. Bugs Life, great. First, well, no, no, back to Toy Story. First all CG movie of all time, yep. right? This dude didn't direct it, but he was the main writer for it, mm-hmm. right? And writer for Monsters, Inc. And so this dude's making friends in Pixar, right? Boom, this is my idea. These toys come to life. There's a cowboy, there's an astronaut. They're looking at this dude, Andrew Stanton. They're like, fucking Pixar, Disney. They're like, Hey, my dude, you just made us a shit ton of money in Toy yeah. Story. You want to do it again? Boom, Toy Story right. 2. Twice as much money, right? Yeah. And this dude, they're like, hey, man, this dude's my fucking cash cow. You want to do a movie? Like, boom, let's partner up in Bugs Life. That did great. Boom, finding fucking Nemo. One billion dollars. Holy shit. And then this, Wally. This dude, by the time he had started on John Carter, he himself was mm. responsible for making Disney five billion dollars. This had all of the... The green flags on yes. it. Like, give, and then he's like, all right, give me control over this John Carter Barsoom series. And Disney's like, yes. Yeah, duh. Let's yes. do it. But here's the problem. It was the first live action movie. It was his first live it was action movie. It was his it, first live action movie. And he movie. even said, are you sure? Yeah. And it, it, when he <laughs> said for the record, he's like, are you sure? Because he goes, how I direct an animated movie is very different it, yeah. because we have the ability to do reshoots whenever we want because yep. it's animated. Yep. He told Disney straight up, I am not going to get this right the first time. Mm-hmm. And he John didn't. Carter was <laughs> plagued with reshoots. So, so they're plagued with reshoots. Re- and then there was well, like 18 the, different names for it. The media at the time, because the, with the reshoots, the media at the time, this was really strange. It was being reported that, oh, this is having reshoots. This dude who's coming from animated movies, he's having a hard time. Yeah. So the movie or the media, there was all these articles coming out framing this really negatively, even yeah. though reshoots are normal in movies. But for some reason, it was started getting a lot of negative press. It was like people expected this dude to fuck up, right? Yeah. And then you get to the naming, because I want to talk about the marketing also, but oh, then yeah. the fucking name, right? They're like, what the hell are we going to name this? We're not going to name it 
the Barsoom movie, right? <laughs> and we're not going to name it The Princess of Mars. Well, and why not? So why the, can't you call it The Princess of Mars? I, because I can tell you why I looked I, it up. I'll tell you why, yeah. It's because they thought it would alienate people with the name Princess. Princess. And you, Mars. You can't put princess in the title because no boys yeah because you know uh what's a what's a name one movie with princess in the title (laughs) uh that is really good one of the most beloved movies of all time the princess bride (laughs) or honestly i'll say it i fucking love the movie a princess diaries with anne hathaway yes it's a great movie and they did well too yeah did fucking amazing but disney was like no we can't call it princess of mars no so then they said okay it's gonna alienate people what the fuck do we call it we'll call it john carter of Mars. mars yeah Right? And then they were like, no, no, no. no, no. We, we can't. Before, well, yeah. before you get into that. <laughs> so they go, we're going to call it John Carter of Mars. Yeah. But then a movie released called Mars Needs Mars. Yeah, and it was their movie. It and was it was Disney's their movie. movie. It was Disney's yeah. movie. And that was also a box office failure. It's one of the biggest of all the time. As well. And so they go, you know what was wrong with, with Ma- Mar- 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 Mars Needs Moms? It wasn't the movie. It wasn't the plot. It was that Mars was in the title. It's, no, some fucking executive sitting at a boardroom table was like, people won't go see movies with Mars, Mars in the no, title. It's, no. it's, it, that was the only issue. We, <laughs> call, we could have called it anything else, and people would have gone see it. No. You, you put Mars yeah. in the title. So like, well, we can't call it John Carter from Mars anymore. So, so they said, okay, we'll call it John Carter. What? That's the most basic ass white name I've ever heard. Just some random fucking yeah, dude, no. John Carter. That's yeah. like calling it Bob Smith. Smith. <laughs> like, what are you? What are you <laughs> I was talking with somebody, and like they brought up like John Wick. They're like, well, you know, John Wick was successful. I'm like, yes, but there was a slogan. His last name is Wick, like a candle yeah. or like a stick of dynamite. Sounds like, like kick. Yeah. You know? yeah, and it's like, well, and the the slogan was "Don't set him off." And yeah. the, the, the image was his tie burning like a stick of dynamite. Plus, wick. Keanu fucking Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. Face on so the poster, I can't right? Who, that who was, the hell but, is Taylor yeah. Kitsch? <laughs> also true. Because he had John what, what was that Carter. movie where it was the threesome? It was him, the dude from Kick Ass, and um, Blake Lively. Uh, I don't know. But what in War Dogs, Warlords. Oh, yeah, yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. that, yeah. But imagine, okay, go back to Star Wars. Yeah. Owen, you're making Star Wars okay. with all of its amazing <laughs> mythology. And when you go to make the very first Star Wars movie, you call it like Steve Jones. Yeah, Steve Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of all of, like, does that communicate Let, what yeah. this movie we, is? What, what if we did a, a, a movie based off one of the main characters and we just called it, I don't know, his last name Solo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least that one was a little more known. You uh, yeah, know but I mean? still, like, like, that, like Solo, a Star Wars story. But even then, they put that in there because yeah. they're like, you know, you put it. But they literally named this movie John Carter. Just John Carter. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this about? Is yeah. this some like drama about some dude coming of age? Is yeah. this like some dude dealing with like past trauma? And let's <laughs> talk about the budget. Yes. So this the, movie. The budget. Okay, so I looked it up. Just production, so not marketing, just production. So that's paying the actors, CGI, the crew, the film. So production costs yeah. was somewhere between $250 million yes. and $300 million. And what a lot of people don't know, so that's a huge budget. Yes. What a lot of people don't know is they'll usually spend almost as much as the production budget on marketing. So they, so with marketing budget, they think it costs them another 100 to $150 million in marketing. Yes. So this movie, yes. everything together, 350 to 400 million dollars. To put that in context. <laughs> Endgame. This has the budget similar to Endgame. Endgame, everything said and done. So production and marketing, everything said and done. Endgame, they're saying had 356 
million dollars yes. today. Think think of think of uh, Civil War. Think yep. of Captain America: Winter Soldier. Think of Endgame. Uh, uh, you know, uh, think of, uh, of Infinity War. This movie had a similar budget. It was in that range, my dude. I mean, and Endgame made what, like, almost three billion dollars. It was insane. I mean, obviously, it's the and, biggest. Yeah, of and all to time. give to give you co- context here, so the first Iron Man movie. The budget was 140. Yes. 140 million. 140 million. This movie was over 300 million. Yes. In its budget. In its budget. <laughs> to the Pixar yeah. guy. Iron Man 2, 200 yeah. million. Okay. Which and is we, a lot. That's huge. Yeah, which yeah. is huge. And that came out relatively. Uh, Iron Man 2 was 2010. So two years before that yeah. was. And then Iron Man 3 was the year afterwards. Let's Then I'll look up the budget for that. Let's see. Budget for Iron Man 3 was another 200 million. Yeah. So Disney had just gotten a new CEO. Mm. At this time, this is dude named uh, Rich Ross. Yep, and uh, he came in as the CEO, and he was just fucking saying yes to everything. And uh, they they said yes to all this shit, and he said yes to all this budget stuff. I mean, it was just the perfect storm of this director who's great, but he's out of his element. Yeah, this brand new CEO who's like not settled in yet, but he's just thumbs upping everything. And the 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 climate at the time too, because we need to talk about the marketing. Yeah. Um. Because what year did this movie come out? 2012. Okay, 2012. Now, and I'm and I want to connect these dots. Okay. okay? Because. This was at the end. This is a decade of war in the Middle East. Okay. Now, I know this is real oh, world yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But so much stuff went Iraq. Desert, fucking desert, 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 fucking desert, right? Yeah. And like everything's desert. And the news, all these movies of source, of course, were coming out. There's so many movies that took place in the desert, right? Oh, yeah. This movie, which is the most fantastical thing that inspired Star Wars and Superman, all of the marketing just showed Taylor Kitsch walking around in the fucking desert. Yeah, all of the mar- all of the the trailers. That's all they were. They, they were trying to do this like almost cowboy esque kind of like, oh look at him, he's yeah. just like slow mo walking. He's Clint- he's the new Clint Eastwood. <laughs> it's not like, and I'm looking at like the other movies. Okay, here's some other movies that came out in 2012. Yeah. Okay. So John Carter, obviously, Chronicle. Great one. We talked about that mm, one mm, with mm. Chris uh, the last episode. Super underrated action, yeah. movie, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite action movies of all time, Dread. Oh, yeah, that's Carl Urban. underrated one. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Urban, the, the first yeah. Amazing Spider-Man oh, came out. That, that was, that was uh, fun. Yeah. It was fun. So, like, we, uh, Hunger Games, The Dark Knight Rises oh, was wow. also there, too. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, Ted, uh, Men in Black 3. I mean, there was, there was a, The Hobbit came out. Uh, oh, wow, wow. Jeremy Renner's Born Legacy came out. So, I mean, honestly, some of this stuff is eh. Uh, I mean, a lot of it's eh, but I mean, this is But, was but just a lot of, even year. a lot of the stuff you mentioned that wasn't great still made a lot of money. money. Prometheus as well came out this year. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff, I mean, that's a, that's some stiff competition right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. But like, no one the knew Avengers. what this was. You're tr- the Avengers. Oh, what, my was, gosh. Yeah, the Avengers, Avengers came out in, in 2012. 2012. Yep. You know what I mean? And everything. And then John Carter. <laughs> John yeah. Carter, the Avengers, you yeah. know, the Hobbit, and un, you know, unexpected journey or whatever, or what is it called? Unexpected uh, journey. I you know? I choose to forget those, but you know, and then John Carter, but like <laughs> nobody knew what it was. That's my thing. It's like you have this huge, like like cosmic adventure story that's on the scale of Star Wars. Yeah. And but nobody knows what it is, and you called it John Carter, and all of your marketing just shows a dude walking in the desert. None of that looks interesting. No, none of it. Like, okay, why do I care about this? 
Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, you brought it up. Lone Ranger. That made sense, right? Like, people knew who the Lone Ranger yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knew who John Carter was. Even at the time, if you're like, well, it's based off of Princess of Mars. I'm like, what? That's a deep cut, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's so deep. Like, this was something that was out of pop culture. It was out of the zeitgeist. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew about it. So if they had done something like Disney relaunched the book, did some, like, marketing beforehand to be like, hey, like, this is a new movie we have coming out. Check it out. Like, do like the Twilight, the Hunger Games, Harry Potter, like get the book famous first, then release the movie. It would have made sense because there's like, oh, it's John Carter. I that I just saw the the book up on yeah. on it. Like you need huh? some hype, like some comic book tie-ins, yeah, some just to get it to introduce people to. And then the more you get introduced to it, you're familiar with these themes, and 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 you see there's this whole expanse of world there. It's yeah. and you're like, oh, this is cool. So so there, there. Here's an interesting story. This is, and I don't know if you know this one, Owen. Okay, hit this, me with it. You might not know this stuff. There was a, a guy who's a huge Barsoom fan. He's one of the very few. There's like six people who had read these books. <laughs> okay, and, all right. and he was a huge Barsoom fan. He heard about it, and he's like, oh, they're making a movie about John oh, Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude named Michael Sellers, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is this is wonderful. This story is ridiculous. And it's 100% true. The, the balls, the gall on this dude, <laughs> it, I fucking love it. So, so he sees the first trailer for John, first of all, he's like, they're calling this movie fucking John Carter. Are you yeah. serious? Like, this is the princess of the universe or some shit, my dude. <laughs> he's like, he watches the first trailer. He's like, what the fuck is this? This does not communicate at all what this series is. This doesn't, none of this is right, right? So he calls up. This is some regular ass yeah. fan. He gets, he gets the contact info of the Edgar Rice Burrow family. Who owns the the rights for you know that's mm -hmm. the author? Yeah, and he calls him up. He's like, "Hey, my dude's my name's Michael Sellers. I'm some rando motherfucker, right? Um, it, can I talk to Disney on your behalf? Is that okay if I negotiate with Disney <laughs> on yeah. your behalf? Because I don't like the trailer that I saw. I'm going to be your agent. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. he's just <laughs> some rando. He's like living in like <laughs> Idaho. Or I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he's from the potato family of Idaho. Yes, I don't know. It's just some dude. And he's like, I'm going to call Disney because apparently they were in the in the phone book, right? So so the family, they were like, we also hated that stupid fucking trailer. Yes, we'll let you do it. They agreed to it. So this dude finds Disney's phone number, right? Calls mm -hmm. up Walt. He's like, Walt. What's hey, up, Walt. Yeah, he's just speaking to the head. <laughs> yeah. Just, the, just the, yeah. Walt's head in a frozen Full jar, Futurama right? <laughs> effect is going on. Some intern runs into the freezer and holds the phone up to the jar with Walt yeah. Disney's head in it. He asked directly for you. I don't know why. He's like, he's like, hey, Walt, you you don't know me. My name's Michael Sellers. I represent the Edgar Rice Burrow family. Oh, Edgar Rice. I know Edgar Rice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was we're, a buddy of mine back in the day. We're making their picture. <laughs> where's his head? Why are you calling me? <laughs> where's, where's his head? Oh, he's a few shelves over from <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> so, and they're like, hey, me and the family, we don't like that stupid fucking trailer you made. So we want to talk to you about like uh, changing, making some changes, right? So Disney blows this guy off, right? Oh yeah, and they're like, okay, wait until the Super Bowl trailer. We're gonna blow you away. We're spending so much money on this. It's like five million dollars for a Super Bowl commercial, right? Just wait, it's gonna knock your socks off. So the guy, like a fucking idiot, you know, he got negotiated off the table, right? Oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, fine, we'll wait for their Super Bowl commercial. They they saw this Super Bowl commercial, dude. It was a 30-second 
montage. <laughs> I remember it. Did, it was so weird. Yes. It, it didn't. None of it connected. It, it didn't say anything. Yeah. And it's, it was yeah. mostly John Carter walking in the fucking desert. And there's like one scene with him on a boat, and you're like, wait, what? Yes. Huh? He's like, what? <laughs> what is going on? And so they were so pissed. So this dude, Michael Sellers, so um, a few weeks, it was a couple months before the movie was released, uh, he took it himself. He, this was, the I think, the early days of YouTube. And he took all of the video footage that had been released, all of the movie trailers, Mm -hmm. all of the scenes that had been released, everything, every special little whatever that had been released. Excuse me. And he cut together his own trailer for this movie with his own music and his own editing and everything, right? It was, if it got way more views. Than any of the official Disney trailers, right? Yep. So if you were to search John Carter trailer, you'd find Michael Sellers' YouTube page, <laughs> right? Yep. And it was so big that like the New York Times Covered called it. him up and Variety called him up and they they interviewed him for the movie, yeah. not the Disney nope. people. <laughs> nope. Because they're like, no, oh yeah, this this actually looks looks good. And they were like, well, who are you? Who's Michael Sellers? He's like, oh, I represent the Edgar Rice Burrow family. <laughs> And so they all got suckered in by this guy. And they did. There's a whole article in the New York Times on Michael Sellers and and his influence in the the fucking John Carter movie. (laughs) I mean, I don't don't understand a lot of it. Like, it does. (laughs) What? Like, I. It just. It's it's mind blowing. None of it makes sense. So when you think Disney, right? Like you think everything's so streamlined, like they think everything yeah. out. Not everything is great, right? But like honestly, most of the, like I would say ninety five percent of what Disney does is is good. Like I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, they make good stuff. Five percent is like uh, just not really my thing. But this movie is in its whole other fucking category. It, so we talked yo. about the budget and all this stuff. The marketing yeah. was terrible. So it only made seventy six million dollars domestically in the box office total total that was like the total run yeah it it made a lot in russia apparently 100 what'd you say 170 uh it's like 160 to 200 million so to put that in context in russia to put that in context okay we just just the other day and this is actually next week's episode oh yes we're talking about top gun maverick oh my god yes and we just saw it a few days ago yes we did so top gun maverick this as this of this recording this is its first weekend out yes and it made Top Gun Maverick in its first weekend made $160 million. It made the total budget of John Carter in its first weekend. Oh, worldwide, yes. Domestically, that's, it made 160. That's yeah. bad, it's, dude. That's yeah, really it's bad. It's insane. Yeah, like, and they they just stopped. They dropped it. Like, and they had massive drops the they, second week, third week. And there was talks that originally what they were going to do was do the Lord of the Rings thing and try to film the trilogy yeah. one right after the other. Yeah. But with all the reshoots and everything happening, they, thank God, scrapped that. So let's talk about some of the fallout of this because there's, oh there's a conspiracy theory on the fallout of this. Okay. Okay. So, well, kind of a conspiracy theory. Um, it has to do with Walt Disney's Frozen Head. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> hey Edgar, I'm sorry we fucked up <laughs> your movie. movie. If I was three shells over, <laughs> I would sh- headbutt you so hard. I told you you shouldn't have taken out all the racism. <laughs> it was written in the early 1900s. Yeah. We couldn't keep that stuff in. <laughs> no. no, no. But like, so, <laughs> so what happens? So this guy, Rich Ross. Okay, if you notice before. Before Disney, before this, mm-hmm. what would you, generally speaking, 
what would you categorize Disney before this time? Before like the 2000s, you know? I mean, it was the Pixar's. It, I mean, it was Pixar it was and animated. What, what's right before Pixar? That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's Aladdin. It's, yeah, the it's Disney just, Renaissance. It, it, yeah. yeah. So this is Disney on, on the mountaintop, right? Yeah, it's because they, I mean, they didn't, they didn't even own Marvel yet. No, that's my point. Yeah. That's my point is you had the Disney Renaissance with all of the uh, Aladdin and and uh, uh, Lion King, King yep. all the animated movies. Then you had the Pixar movies coming yep. in, right? Then what happens? There's this fucking slump. This dude, Rich Ross, comes in, fucks everything, everything up. up. It's the biggest loss of that Disney's had like in, in decades, maybe of all time. They reported a $200 million deficit on that yeah, movie. And, and 200 that's counting- million. That's counting the money they made on their other movies. Yeah. So this movie alone, it's estimated that it lost upwards of two hundred fifty million dollars mm-hmm. just this movie. Mm-hmm. They lost. It's the biggest movie bomb of all time. All time of all. The, there's no single movie that has lost more money than this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. And so what happened was here's what's what's interesting. Rich Ross got fired. They yeah. kicked his ass out. Oh yeah. And it's because of this movie. They gave him the stanky boot. So who did they quick. bring in after this? This uh, was this was Bob Iger, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That they brought in after this. Mm-hmm. What did that dude do? What did he do in 2012, 2013, 2014? Remember the headlines? Disney buys oh, Lucasfilm. Films. Yep, Star Wars. That's so right. their space franchise didn't work out. <laughs> no. So they bought Star Wars. <laughs> Which is a better franchise. I mean, not much better anymore, but at the time was yes! a better franchise. This movie's this, oh bombing. My God. There's so many dots that are connecting right now. Yes! Because, I'm going to say it. You've heard me say it before. I, I, the, I don't like the new movies. I haven't liked a lot of the other stuff that's been coming out of Star Wars since Disney has taken over. Yeah. Can Disney make a good like space space movie, yeah. Movie. Space, I don't know. The only thing that's been good, but we've and we talked about it, it's because of um why well, can't I think of his uh, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau. And John Favreau. It's because of them. Because of them I mean, yeah. I've already said I Mandalorian. I, 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 I'm not, I didn't I Boba liked Fett. I liked Book of Boba Fett, but it was really Mandalorian 2.5. Mandalorian is and I, yeah. I'm not enjoying Obi-Wan. And I didn't like the the new trilogy, most of the other stuff. Some of the anime stuff's been good. But like have you so seen can the, they? have you seen Clone Wars? Yeah. I've watched show? Clone Wars. Yeah, but yeah. that was before Disney's time. But that was Re- Dave Filoni. Yeah, that Dave, and that's why. Yeah, yeah. Dave Filoni's great. Rebels is okay. Bad Batch is okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah. Rebels has got some good stuff in it. Well, yeah, when, when Maul comes into it, it's yeah. good. But it's I still say the same thing about Clone Wars. The best Clone yeah. Wars is is the Maul stuff. Is later on, yeah. But the point is, is that like if like this movie bombed and Disney was looking for their next thing because they're like yeah. the animated kids stuff we've done and we, we we're looking for our next thing. Yeah. And it's because this movie bombed so hard that Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm and Star Wars and wow. started investing in, in Star and Wars. And they have fucked it up just as bad as they fucked up John <laughs> Carter. Sorry, Disney. Look, you want me to call us. Brando and I will consult on your next Star Wars or space franchise, and I promise you, it will be not only Dude. a boss o- box office success. Yes, it will be critically acclaimed. Movie. What about this? What about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there because I know we have a lot of Warner Brothers executives yeah. who listen oh, to yeah. our show. Yeah. So me and you, so Brando and Owen mm-hmm. will be the Dave Filoni, the the Kevin Feige for the DC movies. for the DC movies. How about that? Yeah, I love we'll, that, and we'll do it. I'll, I'll fucking I, make I, you I billions. Know, yeah, I'll, I know the source material, ten billions, and I I, I know movies. Yes, and let, I can pay attention to the source material. I know but Superman still make it fun, and we won't make a Superman movie. <laughs> I'm kidding. We'd make a good Superman movie. You could you could be the everyman point of view, yeah. and I could be the super fan and, point of view. Yeah, I'm like, okay, does this does he need to breathe ice right now, Brando? 
does he need to breathe ice? Does, does he need to be a home wrecker? <laughs> like a like a, <laughs> a deadbeat dad. dad. <laughs> Just walked out on his or sorry, he flew out on he his family. On his and she's happy in this new relationship. Shit, Leave yeah. him the fuck alone now. Stop x-ray visioning them, okay? You don't need to be up there. This is not invincible. <laughs> How depressing and dark should the movie be? Oh my god. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just, boom, there's a billion yeah. dollars oh, right there, yep. Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How it, about you don't kill off his biggest villains every single movie? <laughs> you know, you know, and this is kind of off yeah. topic, but so uh uh Discovery like yeah. uh, merge with Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and Discovery is kind of like the bigger boy in the merge yeah. you know so they and so Discovery's coming in and they're wiping out the CEO and and all the executives and stuff they're changing everything currently and so the uh the, the new CEO and the top execs have been saying what the fuck is going on with DC? See, yeah. And they're like, we have Superman and DC. Why are we not making billions? And so coming up in the next few years, we're probably going to see some new, yeah. you know, they're they're finally getting serious about making some DC movies. Yeah, so. awesome, sweet. Can't, but, can't wait. <laughs> you don't want to see him do Green Lantern? Green Lantern is cool as hell, though. Uh, Green Lantern's one of my favorite. Okay, anyways, John Carter, because we only have a couple more minutes left. <laughs> so boring it is so bad <laughs> you guys want to talk about dc, DC i mean honestly so that's the thing it's like we wanted to talk about this because this is the type of shit where it's like people think they're untouchable and even the director stanton had said that he got yeah. he got greedy and power hungry and thought he was untouchable he, well he got yeah. he let everything go to his fucking head but, and it had a huge ego but it makes sense because like the dude was so successful everything he touched yeah. turned to gold but but it just goes to show like even still when you're when you're yeah. in the creative environment or really anything, like you can't ever take success for granted. No. Never. You always have to be doing your and best. Just man. because like so we talked about like the Wally, the animated, the Pixar stuff. He's great at that. That there's yeah. two different things. If you are an animated director and a regular director, those are two completely different things. And that's fields. fine. Like I'm not gonna try to take I mean, actually I probably would I think Peel would Jordan Peel would be great as an animated director. I was just gonna that because Nope is coming yeah, out and yeah. that was just first in my brain, but I pro- he probably would be great at it. But you well, can't some of take the key and peel sketches stuff. are almost animated. animated yeah, also true. <laughs> but it's like that's the thing, is you can't just take a person out of his element and be like, Oh, well, he's gonna be great at this too. Yeah, yeah. You not you can't assume that. No. You can't assume that. Even though you have all the you have a lot of evidence suggesting yeah. that. I mean, I think I may, I think Disney makes sense. Also, I, why that couldn't was John Carter could, why couldn't John Carter have been a full CGI movie? Why did it have to be Yeah, an animated film? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, full CGI, some type of anime like uh, yeah. yeah. Like Toy Story. It could have been it, and it would have been fucking awesome. I no, I like the live action route. I mean, you know, cuz if they wanted to make it their big Star Wars, yeah, you know. Yeah, but, but even then though, that what, what I'm saying is if you're already cuz a there's an entire race of people that are all animated, yeah. all CGI. And the whole environment The whole is environment animated, is, yeah. is CGI. All the action is CGI. Everything is CGI besides like the, a couple of the scenes when they're just standing around talking. Yeah. And that's one of my things is if like 90% of your movie is going to be CGI, why does the 10% need to be live action? Yeah. I mean, that's true. But but you know what? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that would have made any difference. And I said the same thing Because the about, name was so yeah. bad. The marketing yeah. was so bad. I still think I'm nobody thinking, like, went to yeah, see this. I, it would have been better. I'm just saying. Yeah. It would have been better. Maybe it would have yeah. been cheaper. <laughs> also true. <laughs> you would have still lost money, but yeah. not as much. So the guy, Andrew Stanton. He did fall back on, that's where you yeah. were going with his, with his, uh, he went back to Finding Dory. And Finding Dory, and he yeah. found success yeah. with Finding, Finding Dory. Finding Dory was great. You know, and he went on to do some other animated yeah. stuff too, right? I think, I think he's still doing some work, but he never did 
become the breakout John Favreau, no. George Lucas that I think he thought he was going to be. I mean, and even know. those guys have made some bad stuff, but it has yeah. not lost. But they also made their their big, big breakout. Side. Yeah, thing. yeah, and so well, talking about big breakouts, it's funny because I'm back on a tear because it is it's oh trivia time. Oh, man, I fucking love that so much. All right, Brando, the score right now is 69U, 74Me. Last week with Chris Harper on X-Men, you got four right and I got six right. So you have to spin the loser's wheel Dude, this week. Dude, the X-Men episode was so good. It was, it's fucking hilarious. If, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the X-Men episode, go listen to it now. And honestly, subscribe to the Patreon for the bonus banter because the bonus banter with Chris was fucking hilarious. Dude, I was listening to that while I was trying to work last week. I could not do anything. I was crying. Oh, that yeah. Bonus banter episode is so funny. It's so good. I'm not just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. My turn so here we go. Go I'll ahead spin and spin up. it. Right. Yeah. And you got soy sauce. Hey, that's what I got last that's, time. Can you? Let's just give it. Let's. Uh, we're just gonna. Uh, we're <laughs> no, gonna. Let's I'll, give another I'll one. Do another All right. Thing. I'll do another thing. <laughs> because I got soy sauce last yeah. time and it wasn't that bad. What is that? What is this? Lemon wedge. Oh yeah. All I right. like lemons. We gotta take a little break for that one. All right. Yeah. And we're back. Okay, so uh, instead of doing a straight lemon wedge, I don't have a lemon wedge. wedge. What is this? This is uh, it's straight lemons ju- lemon juice. It's one of those things right. where you buy like pre pre bought. I mean, it, do- it does smell industrial. Juice. I really yeah. think this is like Lysol or something. <laughs> Go for it, Brando. Right, Cheers. Oh yeah, two ounces of that. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh. How, how tart is that? Oh, it makes you. It, oh, I feel like my whole face shriveled. Um, oh, oh, my lips hurt. I got a little cut. Oh, oh, that's great. That's what I get for not knowing as much <laughs> stupid dumb trivia as you. <laughs> stupid dumb bullshit. All right, Brando, do you want to go first or shall I go first? I'll go first. Okay. So what's funny is Owen and I were trying to find trivia questions for this movie, and we're like, everything is either like something I want to talk about. Or it's just stupid. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't oh, give yeah. a shit. But I found I found some cool stuff. So okay. I only have three. I, have three. I have four. Okay. But we'll, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll go first. I was in the arena. Okay. So John Carter, when he's captured by the green dudes uh-huh. and they put him in the arena, mm-hmm. uh, he fights a pair of monsters mm-hmm. you might recognize from uh, Star Wars episode two. Uh, the the, the, oh, the that attack one. of the yeah, clones. Attack the clones. Yeah, the exact same thing mm-hmm, happens mm-hmm. where he gets CGI arena with CGI monsters, yep. and they fight two big. Se- Except these two monsters are called the White Apes. Yes, the White Apes. That name is a reference to one of Edgar Rice Burroughs' other famous characters that he created. Who is that character? The White Ape. The White Apes, and the White Ape was the the name of one of Edgar Rice Burroughs' other characters that he created. That was super famous. I have no idea. Really? Not uh, at all? King Kong. It's Tarzan. Oh, it is Tarzan. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's oh. right, because he gets called white, He gets called the white ape. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, here we go. We talked a little bit how this movie does not follow the storyline at all no. of the books. But in the books, when at the end of the first book, John Carter does get sent back to Earth. 
Yes. Why? Do you remember how? Because the whole entire point is his body gets like it's like a a clone or something. So it's not like his body gets transported. Yeah, he's to not Earth. transported. He's cloned. Cloned. To Mars. Yeah, to, yeah. To Mars. Do you remember how he originally died in the first book? Um. Didn't he die of old age? No. So towards that's I think in the third book is eventually that's what happens. Oh, okay. But in the first book, the the conflict is that actually the Illuminati people are trying to turn the oxygen uh, machines off on Mars, so that they built oxygen machines, yeah. and so it eventually does happen that the oxygen machines get turned off, and he runs out of oxygen and dies. Oh yeah, yeah, who gives sad a shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's here's some uh, space trivia. Okay. Okay. So in the movie, um, <coughs> excuse me, Mars is called Barsoom. <laughs> you got lemon juice coming up. Yes. Uh, Earth was called like Jasum. 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 Well, in in Mars, uh, uh, it's called Barsoom. It's two moons. Mars has two moons. Yes. In the movie, they called them Thuria and Kluros. Okay. But what are their names in real life? The two moons of Mars. Um. Your anus and your <laughs> vagina. <laughs> that, that, no, it's your penis and your vagina. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that's how Mars was born. <laughs> <laughs> it, they're called Phobos and Demos. Oh, okay. Which yeah. in ancient Greek means fear and dread. Oh, seriously? That's they pretty cool. They circle war. Oh, that's okay. What Mars is. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That is yeah. cool, huh? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, I got one. I got another one for you here, here for you. At the time, we said that the movie at least cost two hundred and fifty million dollars in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we just stick at the bare minimum two fifty, right now, due to inflation, yeah, what would that? What would the cost be if the if exact same amount of money? Yeah. So what does two fifty in two thousand in two thousand twelve mean today? Ooh, today. I mean, yeah. oh, that's it. You need me do math. <laughs> that would be two fifty today. Yeah. Of twelve, so it's ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Would it be as of as of today? I looked it wouldn't. It, up today. it wouldn't be double. It wouldn't be five hundred. It wouldn't be double. It'd be less than that. Okay. What, would it be three fifty? You're close. Three twenty. You're closer. Three twelve. Three twelve. So the what? Three twelve. So three eleven to three twelve is what it would cost. Wow. Yeah, but I'm not giving you a point. <laughs> we don't know wow. yeah. our John Carter <laughs> trivia. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Here's my last one. Okay. This one. I was trying to find it. I was trying to find something interesting okay. here. All right. Something that we would know. Okay. So the two lead actors of this movie. Uh huh. John Carter. I think I have the exact same fourth question. I think this is my fourth question. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch and Lynn Collins uh-huh. <laughs> also starred in X-Men Origins in Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverines as what characters? Gambit and Silver Fox. Yes. <laughs> we both get a point. <laughs> I'll give us, yeah, I'll give us. That, that was my fourth question. If neither one of us could come, I was like, we'll, we'll at least know that one. So Taylor Kitsch, man, he was a big, he was a rising star yeah. and this movie and really killed him. And, and terrible he, as He Gambit. was going to be Gambit and of course that all failed. Yeah. You know, well, that was also just, a terrible movie. He, he caught, he caught a bunch of bad breaks. I think he was also in Battleship. Yes. And also that terrible. was one of the biggest m- booby bombs, bombs of all time, time too. Yeah. Like yeah. this dude just kept getting bad breaks. And I like man. him. I think he's a good actor. So. I think he is too. All right, here we go. Um, I can I can have two more questions if we need to. Well, that was my tied. last one. So yeah. I'm I'm up for. So the, oh, we're tied. We're tied okay. one to one. So this we'll do. You get it right. You get a point. You get it wrong. I get a point. All right. All right. 
In 2012, we talked about a lot of other box office failures, but there was another sci-fi or fantasy movie that's based off an, an older book mm-hmm. that came out in 2012. What movie was it? In 2012? In 2012, there was another fantasy sci-fi movie. So not saying sci-fi, it's fantasy. It's a fantasy movie uh-huh. okay, that's based off an old book just like John Carter. Do well, you remember? Well, we talked about The Hobbit. Okay. Not that. It's it not was a box office failure. Oh, it was also no, a box office failure. Yeah, also a box office failure in that 2012. Came out in 2012. 2012. Based off an old fantasy series. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good question, man. Oh, I think I would know this one, though. I mean, I mean, Jurassic Park's Michael Crichton. That's newer stuff. Yeah. What was the old stuff, man? What was the old stuff that they were making? That uh... So it's a sequel to a movie that was a remake. A sequel to a movie that was a remake? Yes. Trying to give you some hints here. I mean, well, we did mention Dread, which we was- We did mention was, Dread, but no, it's fantasy. Those were- Fantasy. It's not- he, I mean, He-Man was- No, that no. was <laughs> uh, Let's see here. Uh, a sequel to a- Okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you an actor that was in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes? Yeah. Voldemort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the, I mean, he was in it. He was in, uh, he was in this particular movie, like Red Dragon. He was in, he was in the, uh, I'm talking fantasy movies. Fantasy, here. though. Yeah. So well, I think Harry fantasy, Potter. No. No, I mean, come on. That one did well. Liam Neeson was also in it. Oh, The Chronicles of Narnia? Oh, my, no. Well, because Sam the... Worthington was the main character. Oh, the, uh, oh, oh, the, um, <laughs> Uh, and I shouldn't get this, but it was, it was a Clash of the Titans. It was the sequel, Wrath of the Titans. Wrath of, Wrath Wrath of, the, of the Titans, Titans. yeah. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't get that. Then, no, no, I'm not giving you a point. No. All right, last question. Here we go. In um, We talked about that this is another older book as well, and this movie came out in 2012. How many years between the book to this movie has there been? To the one we're talking about, to mm-hmm. John Carter? John Carter. Uh, from the book to this movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a 75-year production. I mean, it was like, I don't know if that was the total. I mean, it was 1912 to 2012, so 100 years. years. There you yeah. go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, was, so, it, was 100, it was released on the 100-year anniversary of the book. Yeah, because it was at least within, you know, like 20 years after the book, yeah. the first was released, they had already started talking about yeah. doing stuff with it. So. Oh, man, now we're tied two to two. Oh, shit. Uh, and we don't have any more trivia for this stupid-ass <laughs> movie. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, Lynn Collins. What does she do? Did she do anything after this? Uh, man, there's okay. Hold on, I'm just gonna pull up IMDb really quick, and uh, we're gonna come up with a, a trivia question real quick. Let's just um, look at more pictures of Deja. Thoris. Oh, also yes. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, I know, I know who. Okay, there's a, a cameo. One of the green guys makes a cameo. Oh, I'm I'm reading through this, and I was just like, huh? I was like, oh, I'm on X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, I have I have one if you want. Okay, to go. go for it. There's uh, a cameo. There's a uh, the guy, uh, Andrew Stanton. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he found out, uh, he has a friend who's a director, mm-hmm. and he's a director that we've mentioned many times before. Yes. Um, and this director, when he found out he's doing his first live action movie, he called him up and he was like, "Hey, congrats! You know all this stuff." Yeah. So Andrew Stanton was like, "Hey, uh, you should be in the movie," and he cameos as a voice of one of the green guys in the movie, one of the green aliens. Is it Favreau? It's John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah. yeah. Yay! All right, cool. Two to three, I win. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Woo, Damn yeah. it, Brandon. 
Because that's John Favreau all the way. He loves doing that stuff. Yeah. That's why I was like, it has to be him. Yeah. In the moment you said it's someone we've talked uh, about a lot. About I know. Before. All right. So 71 to 77, I have a six-point lead. <laughs> you deserve it. You uh, earned it, baby. Thank you, you very much. It, baby. Thank you, thank you. Dude, so uh, this is the point where we talk about how awesome our guest is. But um, I can we talk about something else that's awesome? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we did our first ever live Woo! show with Wasted Truth Me at Owen, Lakeside Lounge. We are on a high right now. We are such proud pod daddies. We literally just rebuilt the studio today. Day, yes. Right before we record, because we had disassembled it to do the live show mm-hmm. at Lakeside Lounge here in Nashville. And it was so awesome it was amazing we had over 100 people show up we sh- we sold out shirts we did two shows of wasted truth the ladies nick and jill were absolutely hilarious oh yes it. izzy was a great guest thank you so much to standard proof whiskey for sponsoring oh thank it. you guys thank yeah. you everyone at lakeside for Majestic accommodating fo- us. Uh, photo booth as well for providing oh, some great photos yes just wonderful yeah. and and even you say over 100 people it, i mean it was well over 100 people. Yeah. we really have no idea it was just packed oh yeah we packed out twice over because we did two episodes two episodes yeah. and i and i gotta tell you guys if you gotta listen to was it episode 17 18 i think Uh, because they are fun man and we we had a blast man so and we still have some merch left over from that we're going to be putting up Mm -hmm. online we have shirts you you can check out our merch uh the shirts are uh black pocketed and on the pocket has a wasted truth logo and on the back it says if you don't tip 20 percent, your mom's a hoe (laughs) (laughs) so hopefully we can we can make a little bit money on that and we're going to put that money into some banter and such shirts because we know we've been talking about that forever yeah yeah but we switched it for wasted truth because they were doing their first live event so we're going to go with them first but we're going to get our stuff. Uh, so check out the heliosnetwork.com. Uh, you can check out uh, Waste of Truth. You can check out some of our merch that we'll have up yeah, soon. Definitely. Uh, and if you want to support the show, please check us out at patreon.com slash banter and such. Yes. The uh, link is in the show description. It is in the show, show description. All money helps us. Uh, Brandon and I, you know, we take all the money that goes from the Patreon to go straight back into the Helios Network. It doesn't yes. go to us, which it's is great. It's still very much uh, early stages of our yeah. small business. And you get uh, access to our bonus banter, which is absolutely... At, it's at just any another, tier. At any tier. And yeah. it, you get a, basically a whole other episode of banter and every, week. Every, every single week. Yeah. And and sometimes, I'm going to be honest, we don't, we never plan it to be this way. Yeah. We always put our best in everything we do. But sometimes that bonus episode, I get done with it. I'm like, that was way funnier than the actual episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you want, check it out. Honestly, the lowest subscription tier is $5. And it, like I said, it, it just helps us out a lot. It helps yep. us grow. And also, whatever platform you're looking us on, if you can please like, subscribe, give us five uh, five stars, leave a comment. Yeah, All man. that stuff helps with the algorithms that are out there that nobody understands. Yeah. And it just helps us get the podcast out. And you know what, man? Just word of mouth, man. If you yeah. like what we're doing, tell a friend. You know, check out Wasted Truth. That's awesome. Check out Swords and Unicorns. Yeah. That's that's the uh, custom game I'm doing with my wife and daughters. Yeah. And oh, talking about custom games. Oh, yeah. that's the next thing we're excited yeah, about. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in a few months. Yeah, we don't. We can't announce <laughs> it yet. We can't announce it. Oh, we're just doing <laughs> stuff, baby. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love you all. I love you all. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. Next week, because we did had to do the biggest box office failure of all time. Highway to the danger zone. <laughs> we both we talked dangerous. about it. We saw the new Top Gun Maverick, and we have to talk about it. So we're going to be getting Woo! into all things Top Gun related. Yes, next week. go see it twice before next week's episode. See it in IMAX. <laughs> I love you all. Uh, well, I'm Brando, and I'm Owen. And until next time, may your week be filled with BS.
me see here. If we were to talk about, so uh, tell me, you know, what's new and exciting in your life, Brando? Dude, it, it, so, okay, so I sat down and I watched the movie, and I, I really, I, I kind of, knowing, reading about the series, I wish I had gotten a fair chance 